Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. In this episode, the Minnesota Fight Night podcast is pleased to welcome Minnesota boxer Rondale Give-Em-Hell Hubbard. Fighting out of Duluth, Hubbard has more than 40 pro fights under his belt. And speaking of belts, he's also a two-time state champion. Hubbard returns to the ring on March 10th at the Garden in Duluth. His opponent, fellow Minnesota boxer Tony Too Sharp Lee, is back in action after nearly six years away from the squared circle. In the following interview, Hubbard talks about his upcoming fight with Lee, his food truck venture, his life as a boxing road warrior, and more. I hope you enjoy the interview. Thanks for joining the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Sean Strauss. My co-host is Brian Johnson. And today we're pleased to be joined with Rondale Hubbard. Give him hell, Hubbard, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Hey, man, it's nice to talk to you. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So we're talking to you about an upcoming fight that's going to be in Duluth uh, versus Tony Lee. Um, man, like, what can you tell us about uh, your training camp right now? How you feeling? How you doing? Uh, yeah, this has been probably one of the best camps I've had in years, literally in years. So been training hard. I, I got a good notice for this and just been working hard, man. Just training nonstop, just ready to work, ready, ready for the fun part. I'm ready. <laughs> you know, the training part is the hard part. You know, that night is the fun part. What, uh, you know, what locations were you working out of? Uh, are you working out of one particular gym? Are you doing multiple locations? How's that working? Uh, right now, yeah, I'm, I'm just out of Jungle Boy right now, but, you know, uh, I got John Hoffman in the cities that, you know, was my longtime trainer. Uh, you know, he, he pretty much my mentor and stuff if we can't get together, but I've, I started off doing this. I travel on my own. I get the work in where I can. I make sure I'm in shape. So I, I got most of my work here in Duluth, and then I went up to Fargo and got some work in with the guys at Rogue Boxing. Yeah, I thought I saw a post with you there. So uh, how far away is that for the, the drive to get to Rogue? Uh, about four and a half hours, four and a half to Fargo. Oh. Yeah, so like my, my, my daughter's in that area. So, you know, I oh. go see her and I, I, I was able to get some work in with those guys there too. So I appreciate that. Shout out to Jake and everybody at Rogue that, you know, gave me the work and helped me out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as we're talking right now, this is uh, February 28th on a Monday here. Or sorry, no, it's Tuesday. I don't even know what day it is. It's Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. And you're, you're fighting on um, this coming Friday, right? The the 10th. Yeah, and yeah, March 10th. Is sparring all over now for you? Are you winding down? Um, At this moment, yeah. Unless uh, I had some sparring set up Friday. I like to get done sparring, you know, seven to 10 days before the fight. And you do some light sparring just in case. So right now I'm pretty much done sparring, but <clears throat> it was another guy on the card that if he wanted to get some work in Friday, we might get some work in. But other than that, yeah, I'm pretty much done sparring. Everyone listening is going to be laughing at me. He's like, yeah, he doesn't know what day it is. Cause yeah, it's not this Friday. It's the next right. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Next Friday. Um, but so sparring's winding down. Um, it sounds like you got in good work at Rogue, Jungle Boy. Um, at Jungle Boy, who are you sparring with primarily up there? Uh, primarily it's uh, Danny Huffman. You know, he's uh, the headliner, the headliner of the card. Just, you know, a solid fighter. And it's good work for me. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm a veteran. But, you know, it's, them, them guys are younger. But he's definitely <clears throat> got some heart and uh, he's a solid fighter. So, I, I want to see more from him in the future, and I, I'm looking forward to see what he got coming up because, yeah, he's he's going to be solid. He's putting on for Duluth right now. Yeah, we saw him a couple different times. The last time we saw him was on the Element card, I think, uh, when Slink Proper uh, fought the main event. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Down there and got a win, so that was good. Um, but cool, like – what do you know about this? Uh, we've been asking everyone about the garden. You know, you're from up in that area, it sounds like. Um, you know, have you gone to watch fights there? Have you fought there before? 
I fought at the Garden as an amateur many times. It's, it's always been a good atmosphere. I fought uh, Vishon Owens. He just he just won another fight uh, on um, PBC. Great fight. I fought him in at the Garden, so it's it's a good atmosphere, good environment. And yeah, I fought there probably like four, three or four times. Nice. Well, I'm looking forward to it uh, for sure. Um, yeah, Dan, we're no, it wasn't Danny. We're talking to Jesse um, Wanamaker. Um, we were talking to him, and it's not, and we talked to Tyler also uh, Nystrom. The guys about how they're training. I know Jesse is an outdoor kind of crazy guy. He goes surfing in Lake Superior and stuff. Um, and you know, Tyler's working out old school in the garage and stuff. It sounds like you're getting most of your work inside, at least where there's some heat going on. Um, yeah. And I know construction, and I know, uh, you know Jesse was a master mechanic. Um, when you're not training, what are you doing for uh, for a job or school, or what do you do? Uh, right now, I just started at the nursing home uh, up here, Twinport. So I'm gonna be cooking there. And I've always been a cook. I'm, I'm planning on opening my own you know, food carts, like food truck style business um, oh, this cool. spring. So I've been having that in the works. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And yeah, it sucks. I forgot about Jesse. I've I've been sparring with Jesse for almost 13 years. We started off at Fergus Falls together. So he is one of my primary partners, but we've just been missing each other for this sure. camp. So we, ha we haven't been able to link, link up mostly. So for this camp, it's been with just Danny. But me and Jesse Wanamaker, yeah, we started off at Fergus Falls like 13 years ago. So we've sparred thousands of rounds together. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him. It sounds like I think it's going to be a second fight, if I recall correctly, for pro boxing. But I think he's got a lot of mixed martial arts background. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I was blown away by the fact that he was surfing in Lake Superior. That's crazy. What what's He's the weather there. Up, <laughs> what's it like up there right now? Uh you know, if we're uh, down cities and we just got hit with that snowstorm. What was it like up there? We just got pretty much slushy. It's a slushy everywhere, you know, that slushy snow mixed with watery. But the roads are pretty good, so it's not that bad. Nice. Hey Ron Rondale, you mentioned that you are cook what is your specialty do you have a signature dish or anything in particular that you like to cook uh my cart that i'm opening up is called the ko cart i'm gonna be making just philly cheese sandwiches like uh i fought in philly like probably like five or six times they love me out there it became like a second home so and i just love the sandwiches and i learned how to make them you know like authentic the way that they make them there so i want to get a nice authentic philly cheese stand like in this area like one of those east coast styles where you just walk in and then you walk past the food cooking and you're like hey you hungry and then you can just get it right then and there on the spot so yeah i'm i'm trying to do the food cart thing that that sounds delicious you're making me hungry right now <laughs> uh, i could definitely go for one of those you mentioned yeah, philly the east coast to have an authentic one but i've seen plenty of those videos i know that there's places that do it differently like with the the cheese whiz and there's other ones but yeah they'll tell you that's in north philly they don't eat theirs with cheese whiz in certain parts and really they just make it with the the bread the the meat and the cheese and maybe onions so the way we eat it they wouldn't eat it the way we eat it so i'm gonna have on my cart a midwest philly oh, or a midwest okay. cheese steak because we eat it differently than with like green peppers and yeah. jalapenos and all that stuff but they literally don't put none of that on theirs it's just the bread the meat and then the onions and the cheese and it's, it's just yeah simple simple but good simple yet satisfying yeah really i used to i used to work in chicago at the uh, o'hare airport when i worked for american airlines like way back 30 plus years ago they had the best hot dogs there the best chicago style mm -hmm. hot dogs and man, I still can't find anything quite like it here in the Twin Cities. But it sounds like you've got kind of nothing a that good, deal. right? Nothing that good. Yeah, sounds like you've got something similar deal going there with your your Philly beef sandwiches, trying to bring something unique to this marketplace that you know, we 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 don't normally find here. So that's pretty yeah. cool. 
So you well, mentioned Philly, you've traveled uh, quite a bit in your boxing career, it looks like. I noticed on BoxRec you have, uh, what, over 40 fights, started fighting uh, 10, 11 years ago. Um, can you talk a little bit about some of the different places you've fought and any, uh, you know, in addition to Philly, uh, where else have you been? Uh, seemed like the last couple of years, uh, Philly and Florida, they really took a liking to me. I know I, I challenged some of those guys, uh, a gatekeeper or a journey right now. So I've just been traveling, testing those younger fighters that are like undefeated and up and coming. But I was, I've been in Florida probably like five or six times and Philly five or six times. So those two places, but I've been everywhere, man. New York, uh, Texas, Vegas, I fought there three or four times. Been uh Kentucky, uh Mash Mash and Tucket. I don't even I don't even know how to pronounce it. Just a couple of little spots, uh Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Or two. You even fought at the Pepsi Center in Denver. That's cool. Oh yeah, that was a good one. I was dying there. I, I didn't I was not prepared for that mile high. I fought eight rounds against a tough guy and and I think I was I couldn't breathe from the first round, but I fought eight rounds. And I didn't give up, but I told my coach at the end of the fight, like, I couldn't breathe this whole fight. <laughs> What's that like? What's that like being a road warrior? I'm sure the fans are usually for the other guy, if you're going into the other guy's hometown. But uh, has that been a, a fun experience for you, though? Just doing all it's that always crap? been different. You know, it's always different as far as uh, – like I said, I don't know if you guys got to see my interview up here, but I'm just used to being booed and you're used to not having anybody there. I know that energy that I get when I got like people here that I know and my family in the crowd is just a different vibe. I'm just a different person here. I've only lost in Minnesota like twice. So all my losses have came from somewhere else. I've never lost here. I know I uh, talked to... Tyler in his interview and I mentioned to him that I had seen Tony Lee fight in the amateurs but I wasn't sure if I had seen you fight and looking at your record I'm pretty confident that I must have seen you fight at some point um at Hinkley um but I was just going to ask you you know if you can just try to describe like your style um you know it does it does it change or do you have like one kind of style I guess it's definitely changed like over the years I've uh I used to be with John Hoffman. I was with him. That's who got me. That's who helped me mold after my amateur career. So I went pro with John Hoffman. And we 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 focused on that come forward, drop bombs, you know, brawler uh, type style. And then um, I got with Jock Davis at Believer's Boxing Gym. And I, I, I really thought I knew about a lot about boxing, but I didn't. And he started to teach me more of technique and how to box and how to defend myself and taught me how to be safe in this sport. So uh, my style kind of changed from being really brawly, take risks to more trying to box. And so like, you know, it took me a while to figure out was who I was, but sure. I think now, you know, the old me is back. It's just take the risk. Yeah. Like, why, why, you know, just take the risk. I'm taking more risks right now. Yeah, hey, uh, well, I wonder if you could drop a few names of some of the guys you've been in there with. One one guy I noticed on your record is uh, Raleigh Romero, who I think most boxing fans know of him, and I believe he recently fought Tank Davis. Um, yeah. But yeah, tell me, tell tell us about that, and what was that fight like? Oh my God! Uh, I mean, it was one of them fights where you know they give you a call and it's a lot of money. You don't know who the guy is. It's just a lot of money, and you're like, yeah, so. I mean, uh, in my career, I've did a lot of beating myself as far as not being ready and not being prepared. And right now, that's not me. But yeah, that that fight that was a good that was a good experience. I feel like I hurt him in the first round, and I caught him with no training. I think I trained a week for that fight. So like at that time in my life, yeah, I just you know I was making a lot of mistakes. I wasn't taking boxing serious, but. That's one of those opportunities I wish I would have had back and got an opportunity to train. And I think it would have been something different because, yeah, just to go the rounds or to be in there with him, that was, a, that was a good experience. He can definitely pop. He can definitely punch hard. He's a heavy puncher at 135. 
And uh, yeah, that was a big fight for me. So it was good to be able to share the ring with him. I didn't know that he'd be fighting big in pay-per-view a couple of years after that. And so everybody just kept asking me like, hey, you fought Roly, you fought Roly. And then yeah. I started getting attention just because I fought this guy. But I did. I wasn't really that impressed with him when I fought him. I just knew that I wasn't in great shape and it, the circumstances was what it was. But just wish I had that opportunity back again. That would be nice. So was that was that in his hometown or? Yeah, I fought him in Vegas. Uh, probably like a week week notice, week or two notice. I think his guy fell out. They called me. They offered me some good money, and I went out there and fought him. But, yeah, I definitely caught him with some good punches in the first round, but it didn't last long. I wasn't in good shape. Mm. Yeah, you had just fought, it looks like, the, not even a month uh, prior, too. Um, yeah. So, so, and that's which is good, you know, to uh, – you don't see that too often, guys staying that busy. Um, nowadays, even especially in the pros, if a guy fights twice a year, you're kind of like, well, that's good. But, you know, back in the day, they fight three, four or more, you know, so, you know the old, really old timers fight a lot. Um, what's the uh, the forecast for you, you know, after this this Duluth card? Are you looking to stay busy or I know you've got the food card? I've been probably one of the busiest fighters I know. Like, I don't even see anybody like it's only a couple of guys. I think for the last three or four years, I fought six times a year, three years, I fought six times a year. So it's been crazy. And then, yeah, like, I I kind of got into that spot where I was just fighting for the money. I mean, I love the sport. I love the spotlight. I love it. And then, you know, you start fighting for the money, just fighting for the experience, you know, and um, kind of lost myself in that, fighting for the money. But right now I fell in love with the sport again, and I'm training every day. I'm living in a gym. I got a new job. You know, I got a baby on the way. So it's just I got that spark from life again and and it's just you know my first love was always boxing so I'm I'm back in love with it and just I'm just looking forward to this next fight I, I think it's gonna be a nice little turnaround for my next couple of years of boxing well I had mentioned earlier the the nice looking sharp belts you got behind you um and you get won some uh some some hardware for the Minnesota titles um looks like Minnesota State super light title is what you won. And you said yeah, you won yeah. that twice, two different times. Yeah, uh, I got that twice. And uh, you know, so like I said, that's pretty pretty awesome. Are you can you know thinking about maybe trying to to do that again, you know, or is that like you've done that now since you've done it twice? I mean, yeah, like like this fight, this fight is is significant to me because when I was on that upcoming streak and doing good and then I won my belt Tony Lee was the 135 pound champion and I was the 140 pound champion and we were in talks to try to do a catchweight fight for both of the belts so I would have been the 135 pound champion 140 pound champion that didn't happen so I mean like as like I know where I'm at in my career with I'm 14 25 and 3 I've fought countless undefeated fighters I've traveled like I said I've, I've kind of gotten into that gatekeeper that testing fighter stage and I don't like it I don't want to be that guy that just test guys and do stuff I, I think my my next three or four years in boxing I'm gonna really test some of these guys not just be there to test them and lose but actually test them and stop some of these guys that they think are gonna be the next up and coming thing. And that's all I want to do. Like if, before it's all said and done, I just want to ruin somebody's plans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, was, I was talking, I was talking to, uh, you know, Leon Margulis at Warriors boxing at the armory the other night uh, for the armory card. And we were talking about, you know, how these records can be deceiving. Some people come in there with an unbeaten record and, you think, wow, that's they're really impressive, but they haven't fought anybody. And a guy like you, you have some losses on your record, but you've been in there with some top-notch guys. Yeah. So uh, I think if people get into the ring with you expecting a, an easy fight, they're, they've got another thing coming. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like, too. Sometimes I surprise these guys, and you can tell they got this confidence, and they're built up, and they got this big team behind them and the money behind them. But then they get in there, and the first time they actually get hit, you can just see the look on their face and it's like, you know, I get it. I'm, I'm a veteran 
you know, I, this is going to be my 45th or 46th fight or something. So I've been in there with the best 18-0 uh, undefeated national TV guys. And it's just like I've never got over that hump where sometimes it gets to me. But this, I, I feel like this is one of those fights, but it's just right at home. With Tony Lee being 11-2 and two and being a, a declarated amateur and having the experience over me and, and the better record, I'm still going to be the underdog and it's still going to be my chance and my time to prove that I'm better than people think I am. Yeah, that was going to be my next question because, I mean, I know Tony's got a great amateur record and stuff, but I know he's been out of the ring for a while. Um, so I didn't know if uh, if you considered yourself you know, to be the underdog and that, you know, considering the record or anything, just because he does have probably ring rust, you know, uh, after being out for a while. Um, but yeah, so you think it's, uh, even though like fans might be thinking he's maybe the favorite, it's, you got a, a really good shot, you know? Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, like, been in this business a long time. I know what it is. He's 11 and two. I'm 14, 25 and three. You know, I mean, I've, I've been active, but I've coming off of seven losses. I haven't won since last year in December. So I know when you look at it on paper, a lot of people just read it and they don't know. But yeah, I've been in there with the tough guys and I, I don't just come to lay down. And it's been times where, you know, I take these opportunities, but I'm not in shape to take these opportunities. Your mind is there, but your body's not there. So, like, I've never been a quitter. I've never just threw any fights or never just laid down. It's just, you know, I take these fights because I'm going to fight. That's what I like to do. I like to fight. I take them. But now I'm taking a fight. I'm prepared for it. I've bust my ass for it. I'm going to earn this one. Seems like, you know, you fight often enough where, you probably don't get that out of shape, you know, just because you're fighting a lot. Um, what What's the most uh, weight you put on, you know, in between fights? You know, you got Philly cheesesteaks on, on the brain. <laughs> Are you putting on? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I ain't going to lie to you. Like, I get up there sometimes and it's just, you know, I get lazy. Like, I, like I, I've been – boxing has been my number one job, so that's why I'm fighting so often. And then in, in between those, sometimes it's like, oh, I fought. Now I get to, you know, so you just go crazy on all of the food and all of the junk. And it's it, you can get out of shape really fast. <laughs> you, you can get out of shape within two weeks, three weeks, if you, you know what I mean? So, but I, I didn't allow that time. And I, I took some time off after my last loss and just had some soul searching. I said, well, my, with, with, with the new baby on the way and, the new job and just me looking toward the future. I know I don't have many years left in boxing, so I just want to make these last couple count and I want to go back to where I was at before it all, you know, started to fall apart in my career. And the tape really quick there. Do you say you got a baby on the way? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when's the baby due? Baby due sometime in June or August, July or August. Yeah, congratulations. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Is that, is that your first, or do you have others? No, I have two girls already, and I was praying for a boy, and I got a, I was blessed with another girl, so. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I'm cool. sure my dad can relate. I'm the youngest of six kids, and I have five older sisters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he never gave up. He didn't stop, he didn't stop shooting. I think I don't think I'm done. I think I'm done. I'll just keep my girls and count my blessings. Absolutely. You and Cerezo. Uh, Cerezo Ford has girls. And uh, yeah, yeah. I had uh, three daughters and then my son was born. He's the youngest. So, but yeah, anyway, congrats. Congrats. That's really exciting. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, Rondell, can you just a uh, little bit circle back and uh, tell us how you got in, how you got into boxing? Uh, but, like I grew up uh, South Minneapolis, you know, it had its up and ups and downs, you know, problems. I had, I was getting in some trouble. And uh, one of my mentors, I was at this program, uh, it was Brother the Ronk, and they were teaching like uh, African heritage and some of that stuff. And he just, he said, hey, You're always getting into fights. And I hated fighting. I just always would defend myself or I got picked on or whatever. And then he was like, Well, if you want to get into something, maybe one of these things like a combat sport or learn to defend yourself better. He told me he would pay for either some Taekwondo classes, boxing, whatever. But my mentor gave uh, – my first gym I trained at was the Circle of Discipline. 
he paid for uh, two two months there in advance for me, and I trained there for a couple of months, and I just fell in love with him, man. Nice. How was that? You started there, and then you mentioned uh, that you know you had fought Vishan. Um, <laughs> did you know Vishan from back then, or did he uh, come after you had left? No, actually, Vishan, I think, started in St. Paul. I don't think he started his career off in Circle of Discipline. But DeLorean, me and DeLorean fought, and he was one of the first people I ever sparred with when I didn't even know how to throw a proper punch. And he had been in the gym for a while. So I went in there, and they were like, all right, let's see what he got. And then I got in there with DeLorean, and I feel like I held my own a little bit. And I was, you know, that was, he was one of the best amateurs in the gym at the time. So I was like, I can hang with the best. Then I think I, I'm okay, you know? Nice. So, did, did you do much amateur boxing or did you pretty much go right into the pros? Uh, I think I had 62 or 56. I did, but at that time I started off in Fergus Falls and uh, the, the boxing club, you know, like I think they lost funding or something. You know, it went, it went, it went really strong for a while. I won a uh, Upper Midwest Region Four championship twice, just the regionals, and then I went to, uh, you know, the championships, and then I lost in the finals twice. And then after that, then I I went pro. I lost to Gizzy Hobbs, and then I lost to DeLorean in the finals twice. And after that, I just went pro. After that. Nice. You said Region Four. They just had a deal. Um, I don't know. Did did you hear about that or did you watch it? I know they were streaming it um, out in Medina. They had that USA versus Canada. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, the Warriors Way was that one. Uh no, no, no. That's a different one. Um, no, this was like um, yeah. You said Region Four, and we were talking to to Jeremy uh, from Central uh, Minnesota. Box. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I remember. I've seen that. I've seen some advertisement no, for that. Talking about. I've seen that too. Uh, the the way of the Warriors. Um, when we interviewed Corey Thompson from Nordic uh, Warriors Boxing Academy, he had talked about that, and um, I think the guys from Rogue participate in that too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I think they've had a bunch of those, and I think they alternate where the locations are. I think sometimes they're in like in Iowa, and other times are you know here in Minnesota. Uh, maybe in Alexandria, um, but I haven't actually got a chance to go to one of those, but they look really professional shows, but I was just yeah, curious yeah. Before, if you had watched any of the USA versus Canada. No, I didn't get a chance to, I didn't, but um, I was definitely following it. And then I checked it out on Facebook, some of the results and stuff. And then um, some of the guys, like, you know, I, I lived in North Dakota. I lived in Fargo for about 10 years. So a lot of those guys, I'm really close with them with uh, Nordic Warrior and um, Rogue, Barbo Boxing, um, Cardona. I used to train with those guys up there in North Dakota. And Hillsborough, I used to train with some of them guys. So I've been, I've been everywhere as far as Minnesota, North Dakota area. Yeah. Now you guys are going to have excuse me, uh, amateur boxing up there in Duluth in April. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's at the Buffalo house. Um, are you sort of participating at all, you know, in the gym and helping, you know, teach any young up and comers that are fighting? When you're in I their mean, team? I punch, I punch them. That's, that's the best <laughs> I can do. You know, I spar with a lot of the amateurs and I get work in with them. I try to give my insight on, you know, just trying to help them develop. But Zach does a great job with it with the guys up there. And then um Bach, you know, so they got they got some good coaches and Zach just he oversees everything. He trains a lot of guys. So it, it's you know, but they're all developing really good. But I, I try to give my advice to them when I can and stay as far as just giving advice and not trying to be a coach. You know, you can't just go into the gym and coach, but I just, I just try to help mold them and help them out a little bit. No, that's a good point. I mean, you got to be certified to be a coach. Um, yeah. Oh, but I'm just curious. Cause I know a lot of the, the pro fighters, um, you know, the guys who have come up to the ranks like yourself um, like to give back. Like someone was talking about Tony Woods doing that at uh, firehouse gym, you know, just helping them mm -hmm. out, giving them some advice. And I thought, you know, that's great. You know, when you have pros willing to to give a little advice here and there, a little pointers if they're in the gym and see something. 
Um, have you been to watch the amateurs up there at that Buffalo house? I'm sure you probably have. Um, what's that like? Oh yeah. The atmosphere is crazy. <laughs> it's just like, I mean, the Buffalo house is, is not too big and it gets packed quick and it's, they're all into it. it I went there and I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, just, it was a good show. It's like, it's a fight atmosphere, man. And, and these young kids up here at jungle boy and, and, uh, I know they, the last card I went to had a lot of St. Cloud fighters, Minneapolis fighters, North Dakota fighters. So yeah, like the, the kids, man, they came out and they showed, they showed up. It was, it was definitely a good show. You get the same type of feeling you get from a pro show from some of these amateurs because they want it just as much, even though they're not getting paid, they love it and they want it just as much as everybody else. So when you're watching them, those kids compete, it's like, yeah, they want it. <laughs> Are you getting a lot of kids uh, in the gym at Jungle Boy uh, that are from like Superior and the surrounding areas too? I mean, because I know Jesse lives on the Superior side. Um, yeah. When I was him, so are you guys? And I think Tyler does too, actually, for that matter. Um, so I are you as well? I live on the Superior oh. side too. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is are you getting a lot of uh, traffic in there from around the areas? Is it? Is it? You know, I know they built two different locations now. I, I like one's like a martial arts kind of more focused, I think, and the other. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I, I would like to say and I believe that Jungle Boy has a great roster as far as most of the action. I see a lot of people coming from there, but they come from either, you know, all over the area to go to Jungle Boy. And I, I was hearing, um, I don't know if you know, the uh, photographer, John D'Area. Oh, know, sure. Yeah. Yeah, he actually to kind of get the ball rolling with this card. He's the one who reached out to me and uh, about Tyler. Um, sure. So, yeah, so yeah, I he, he try, he's he's really interested in trying to get a superior gym going. There is no gym in superior. So, I mean, that, that would be something different. But uh, there, I think there's a couple of gyms, like, as far as working out and, and lifting, but not too many solid boxing gyms or maybe an MMA gym. But no – boxing gyms in the superior area that i've seen so far yeah when i met john um for my my facebook page that i do for uh you know that mn box or i call it min box but you know that's that's me um i was looking at possibly interviewing people a long time ago um but long before brian had approached me about doing this podcast and uh John was actually really nice and reached out to me and gave me some pointers about like what to do to interview people. Cause he's interviewed a lot of, you know, big time guys actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen that. Boxing with the truth. Uh, John, you know, John Dior. <laughs> uh, so, and yeah, so I got to give John a shout out for that. That was really nice of him. You know, he didn't have to do that, but he reached out to me and gave me a lot of good pointers, which I probably haven't followed John. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm probably not as, <laughs> as good interviewer as I should be if I was taking all of his pointers but um no that's awesome if you guys get a gym going up there that'd be great um healthy competition's always good I know you don't want to take people away from the jungle boy side but you know a little friendly rivalry never hurt anything right yeah yeah man I mean like like I said like I just love it I've been one of those travelers, like I travel to any gym. If they be like, hey, can you come up here and help my guys get some work? I'll come up there. I, I spar with some amateurs. I've spar with, you know, girls. I've sparred with anybody who needs the work. Like, I, you know, I'm just just a seasoned veteran. I know how to get the work in with who I need to get the work in with. So if, if I can help and get anybody work, I'm always willing to do that. So. You'll have to come up with some healthy sandwiches then you can park in the gym parking lot you won't get kicked out <laughs> yeah some turkey some turkey some turkey hams uh right on man so yeah it sounds like you got big things going you know you got this this fight you got baby coming you got a new business coming um so it's all good things man it's all sounding really good uh sounds like you're healthy and uh excited for the fight um what else can you tell us right now about what's going on and you get know, on your life in camp is you got people uh, in your, your corner you want to give shout outs to like for helping you train or anything like that or supporting you. I would definitely say I want to give a shout out to everybody at jungle boy for sure. That's been helping me out getting ready for the camp. Everybody at rogue that helped me get ready. Uh, everybody that bought tickets, 
all the people that's been supporting me for over the years, over the 25 losses, <laughs> even though, you know, half of those are trash, I'd say my record should be a positive one. I ain't going to make no excuses. It is what it is. But just I just want to thank everybody that's just been there with me through this experience. And I, I honestly, everyone knows, like, if I can't beat Tony Lee, I think, like, I'm done. I'm not trying to be, like, really confident or overconfident but it's just like i know what type of fighter i am and everything i've done and what i've been through and you know i've never had the heart to quit for six or seven years so i just gotta push through and keep fighting i ain't got nothing no disrespect to tony lee but it's just the wrong time for him to be fighting me right now like yeah honestly so i'm just i'm, I'm i just want to say thank you to everybody that still believes in me and the great victory is coming in a couple weeks, two weeks, 10 days. <laughs> yeah, don't fall into my deal and not know what day it is or what week it is. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since you're the one in the ring. You got to know what day it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to just, I guess, ask you one more question. It sounds like you've followed Tony Lee's career and have wanted a fight with him for a while now. And then, of course, he... He's had the long layoff. Did you ever think that this would happen? Because he's been, hasn't fought since what, 2017 now? You must have given yeah, up no. that this fight would ever happen. I I honestly, and it, it, you don't want to be a fanboy because I got to fight this guy. But it's like, before I ever had my first amateur fight, I was in, I want to say Grand Forks, North Dakota. And I was just there watching the fights and he fought somebody out there and I seen him whoop on a guy and I was like, just crisp, sharp. And he was a good fighter and just, you know, his ring generalship was good. And I was like, that's what I want to do. He like, it was one of them things where that was the solidifying moment where I watched him and he was the main event out there and the way he moved and the way he beat his guy. I was like, yeah, that was nice. I think I can do this. So he doesn't know it, and I don't want to say. It. Hopefully, he doesn't see this. But yeah, I've, I've I've seen a lot of his fights, and it it's always been one of those things where I'm, I'm a I'm a real fighter. I want to fight the best. It's an honor to me to fight the best, and he was one of the best in Minnesota. And then for him to give me this opportunity, when yeah, people are looking at my record, and some people are saying, yeah, uh, I don't want to fight him. He's not good enough to fight me. A lot of guys are saying that, but I feel like that's an excuse. Because I've been trying to get some, some Minnesota fights, and a lot of the young up-and-comer guys wouldn't fight me, even with all my losses. So I respect him, and I commend him for taking the fight and for finally making it happen. We were supposed to fight almost 10 years ago. So, yeah, I didn't think it would happen. So. Yeah, that's kind of the common thing, unfortunately. It seems like uh, not just in, you know, state level, but in, you know, the, the big time and the pros where guys just don't want to have a, a loss on their record for whatever, you know, whatever reason, it's like they're protecting that, um, not thinking that they get one loss and it's over. And, um, you know, some of the best fighters ever, you know, some of them lost their first fight, you know, uh, <laughs> right? to be great. So a loss does not define you by any means, you know, um, and, you know, or however many losses, you know, you, you've you've had a good career you fought a lot of different guys you've gotten the distance with a lot of different good guys too um and getting knocked out you know by guys who are like you know you said you didn't know who they were and they're coming into you undefeated records and you know like you said sometimes you take a fight and you shouldn't have you know so it sounds like you learned some lessons along the way um yeah but no, I'm excited to see this fight. I mean, for a variety of reasons. One, like I said, I don't remember if I've seen you fight. So, and everyone I've talked to so far about you has said you're exciting. So I was like, right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sold. You know, with the stuff they told me, I'm like, I'm excited now. And like I said, I know I've seen Tony fight in the amateurs. Um, I had never saw him fight in the pros though. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see you guys fight, man. And the other reason is I've never seen boxing in Duluth. Um, so. Hey going to be the best you know is it's going to be a, a a big fight card you know in Duluth people going to be out you know and excited uh, I know we were talking to Slink at the armory and uh, you know he's excited for his fight and uh got people following him up there you know we talked to Danny before um so yeah and we talked to Jesse and Tyler now and 
Yeah, it sounds like everybody's ready. Um, now, that's one thing I was going to ask about before we let you go. Um, and thanks again for making time for us, Rondell. Um, but on BoxRec, it only shows uh, four fights. Do you know if that's accurate or are there going to be more? Or um, I, I was thinking that it was at least five. I know uh, right now Jesse's fight probably isn't on there because his guy. Oh, you're was, right. Isn't that's what's yeah. missing. Yeah, it's just Jesse's fight. I know it should be five for sure. I don't know if uh, Jungle was planning on adding a surprise, you know, bout on there. I know. Okay. I know that. Uh, I think that Corey was trying to reach out and get on the card. I'm not sure. Corey Thompson, that would have been great because, you know, I ain't seen him in a while. But I'm not sure. I know that he was just interested about being on the card. But yeah, I, all I've been doing is just training and getting ready. So I'm. I'm <laughs> It's a small show, but it, it might be just those five fights. Hopefully, maybe something gets added. I'm not sure. Are they gonna are they gonna uh stream this fight for people who can't make it up there? I'm pretty sure they'll have like uh the jungle boy page, the jungle boy uh Facebook page will have a live stream. Okay. They usually they usually do a live stream on the jungle boy page. I'll have to check that out. Hopefully I'll get at least get a chance to watch it online. I can't be there, so um, see yeah, I know I'm planning on streaming, you know, streaming the fights, but I do want to, you know, when I'm up there, try and touch base with people like yourself, Rondale, and uh, you know, hopefully touch base with you after the fights, and uh, you know, maybe get some post-fight audio about how you think it went, and uh, and what's next, and all that, and we'll see. Hopefully, you'll be the you know victorious, right, and uh, be happy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, regardless, trust me, I've took my L's. I'll still be available no matter what after the fight, no matter what the outcome. But I'm pretty uh, sure we're leaning towards a great, uh, a great night, a victory, and then party after that. I'm hungry. Yeah. Hey, well, you hey, definitely right. like you're a nice guy. It's hard to not want to root for yeah. you. <laughs> you know. Yeah, thank you. Um, thank you. I, I'm friends with Tony Lee on social media too, and he seems like he's a really nice guy too. So it's one of these fights where I hate to see either of you lose. <laughs> You know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it'll be all it'll be all good sportsmanship. It'll be all love. Like I said, we we're both two veterans. We know what's on the line. We we've been here before. We're just coming to give the fans a good show. And yeah, somebody has to lose, but we both want to win. So it's just the it's just the part of the business. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, good luck. It's, uh, hope hope I'll get a chance to meet you in person sometime here in the not too distant future. Uh, like I said. Sorry, I won't be able to make it up there to lose this time, but definitely um, want to go there in the future. So, um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Zach's been pretty good about having shows up there. And I I, I know this is the first pro one, um, but if I know Zach and the way he's an awesome promoter, I've got a feeling it won't be the last. <laughs> so. Oh, no, we, we he's done. He's done shows. He's done shows at Grandma's. Is, Grandma's is legit. It's been a couple of shows over the years where – it always happens at grandma's and if you, when you get there and you feel the vibe, you're going to love that. Like for small club shows like this, it's, it's a very, it's a very good environment. They love the boxing up here. Have you ever been on any of those cards in Hinkley or? Yeah. Hinkley. I've been Hinkley was my what? home field. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, I said, like I said, after I started traveling, it's been harder. And then, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, rub anybody the wrong way, but it's a lot of up-and-coming Minnesota fighters that I've challenged at 135 and 140 that was having no parts of it. So <laughs> I feel like that makes me feel better. At least some guys are still worried about my ability, so it doesn't make me feel like just a pushover. Yeah, well, it's uh, good to good to see those good matchups. And, um, you know, Tony's taking a tough fight here for, you know, I have a lot of respect for Tony and his skills, uh, you know, but for someone who's been out of the ring for five and a half years, it's a tough fight. So hats off to him for taking this fight. And you love to see those good matchups. I was at the Armory card the other night. I was talking to Joey Spencer's dad and Joey Spencer's going to be fighting Jesus Ramos on the Benavidez plant undercard. Coming yeah, young guns unbeaten, and man, that's refreshing to see something like that. And he said, you know, yeah. Joy's dad said, hey, I, you know, Joy wanted this fight because he wants to fight the best, and I feel like the same is true of you. And um, you know, hats off to you for that, Rondale. Thank great. you. 
Thank you. Thank you. And yeah, those fights where somebody's always got to go, those fights are like, yeah, we don't get them much. You don't really get those fights. You don't get two guys that's undefeated putting their records on the line. And yeah, I love to see it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I won't ask you what you thought of the Jake Paul fight. (laughs) Let's go, Fury! (laughs) I just wanted... That's all, that's all. I just needed... I just... And I, I respect him so much now. I respect him more than I did before that fight. I just, that's all I wanted to see. I don't really care about, I don't care what boxer you fight. Just fight someone who has boxing in the bloodline and boxing in the veins. Yeah. And that's what you want to do. So fight another boxer. The the ex-MMA guys, that that never surprised me because I, I, I fight a lot of MMA guys and they have skills that we don't have. But we have skills that they don't have, and it's, right. it's a different it's a different view when it's just boxing than MMA. So I respect Jake Paul for for taking that fight, and he he, he didn't look bad. I, I don't hate him. I just wanted him to lose. Right, right. Maybe just just, just to humble himself. Maybe he'll be humbled and he'll respect the sport more. And, and I want to see. I want to see. I want to see him fight again. I think he will get better. I think he'll yeah. get better. Yeah. He did say that it was a humbling experience. And, uh, you know, he said, obviously, he wants the rematch. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, hey, but, hey, no, I won. He's going to get it because it's in the contract. So he's going to get the rematch. Yeah. And okay. hopefully we, he gets the results he wants. But as long as he lost once, I'm fine. And then I'll follow his career. And I'm a fan. I'm a fan now. There you go. <laughs> yeah, the one that we all want to see, though, we want to see uh, Terrence Crawford versus Errol Spence, right? Oh, come on, man. Oh, my God. That, at least, at least, at least, we're getting Garcia versus Tank. Oh man, I'll settle, yeah. I'll settle for that. I'll settle for that. That's a good one. Yeah, I'll settle for that. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I think uh, isn't uh, Loma gonna fight Haney too? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're they're still in uh, negotiations, but right. I'm pretty sure it's gonna go through. So yeah, this year is gonna be a lot of super fights, and I'm I'm glad that it's happening. It took for that's what I'm saying. Jake Jake Paul literally started this. And he kind of exploited how boxing works. And he's making these fighters fight each other. Because how can you talk about Jake Paul and about how he doesn't fight anybody good, but the top fighters in the world right now are picking and choosing who they want to fight and not fighting anybody good. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And uh, hopefully we'll see Fury and Usyk too sometime this year. Yeah, That'd be good. I was talking to uh, I was talking to Al Bernstein at the uh, Armory the other night, and we were just talking about all these great fights that we want to see. We just talked about some of them, right? And then yeah, I said, yeah and in meantime, everybody's talking about Jake Paul <laughs> when there's <laughs> so many other great fights to be made out there, right? You go to ESPN's boxing site, and all they talk about is Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. So anyway, yeah. I got that off my chest. Let's go see some of these real fights now. And uh, but you know, hats off to Jake Paul. He's made some money in the sport, and now he fought, like you said, a real fighter. So bringing some young people into this, some young fans in. So you know. the other, yeah, I just yeah. want to see what he does next. That'll that'll show you if he was really ever serious or if it's about the money. So if he yeah. fights again and he gets better, that'll let you know it wasn't just about the money and he really wanted to try to be a real fighter and boxer and earn respect. And that's what I'm trying to give him that that I'm giving him that shake. But him fighting Tommy Fury and putting on the line and doing he didn't do he didn't do horrible. I feel like he got outboxed. He landed some good punches and that ref was horrible. But yeah, I, I, like I said, I don't hate him. I don't hate him as a as a boxer, as a boxing period. I don't hate Jake Paul, and I I respect him. Yeah, I heard similar about the ref. I didn't watch it, but I heard a lot of people saying like, "Yeah, rematch, but get a different ref." And I was like, "Okay, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what what the ref was uh, doing or not doing that warranted that." Well, both but... guys got a point taken away. Yeah, he was just horrible. He just he didn't give any warnings. He took points, and he just was too involved. He kept. Stopping the action over and over. It's just like, yeah, just just not a good ref, honestly. I, I don't know. Hmm. The other fight that I'm really hoping happens uh, is that Stephen Fulton versus uh, Inouye. Yeah. Sounds like, yeah. Uh, sounds like Al Heyman signed off on it, you know, gave his blessing to 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 Fulton. And um, so he's – You can choose on your know, jacket. So that'd okay. be great. I was going to ask you, Harry. 
Yeah, that would that would that would definitely be a good fight. I'm I, I just now like discovered my ESPN plus app. I didn't know that they had so much on demand. And so yeah. I've just been watching all the old fights, all the fights for the last uh two one to two months. So yeah, I just yeah, I've fallen in love with the sport again, watching nothing but boxing. It's been some it's some good fights that can be made, man. Yeah, there's there's some good stuff. Creed three coming out too, I think, right? Creed three this Friday. I'm ready for that. That's like that's it. That's gonna be that's gonna be my best moment of my camp. I don't know. Um, I can't. I don't know the 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 top of my head, but there's a George Foreman movie coming out too, so that's pretty. Yeah, Um, yeah. But now boxing. Who said boxing's dead? Boxing's not dead, right? It's very well alive, and and I'm glad to be a part of it. And so. I, I I'm not hanging it up no time soon. Uh, you say those things. It's motivation for me to say if I can't beat Tony Lee coming out of retirement after six years, it's about time to hang it up. So yeah, uh, it's all or nothing. This is like my my playoff. You know, win or go home. So I'm definitely coming to win. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. Well, it sounds like you got plans regardless, you win or lose. So um, you know and. Regardless, if you win or lose, you know, we want to keep talking and keep following you anyway. If you end up being involved in a gym up there in Superior or just with your food truck, you know, uh, got a two-time Minnesota State champ we're talking to right now. So, you know, you're always going to be a champ to us, you know. Thank you. You have to to get together with Al Sands. He's got his uh, salsa. You know, yeah, he wanted, he wanted to get in on my give him hell, uh, my give him hell Philly. That's the spicy one with pepper jack cheese, <laughs> jalapenos. Might have to put a little bit of that Haitian heat on there. We yeah. talked about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to get me a bottle of that. It's good. It's good. He got some good flavors. Yeah. It's not inedible hot, right? It's actually you can eat it. <laughs> no, no, it, it's good. It's good flavors. It's good taste. You know, some of, some of them are hot and then some of them are you can put it on something and not die. well thanks again man we've been talking here Ralph. we really appreciate you making time for us dude uh you know during your camp and uh i'll be up there and i'll be uh, watching you and hopefully get a chance to see you and shake your hand dude thank you man thank you so much we'll definitely catch up after the fight appreciate you guys for having me man and it was great thank you really enjoyed it good luck crondale thank you 